Hey, what's up? It's Nicole Brewster, also known as Coco. Thank you for tapping into the Elevate Him podcast, where we have tons of topics on how to support our men. All right. Well, uh, thank you for uh, tuning into the Elevate Him podcast with myself, Nicole, also known as Coco. And today I have David Burnell with me. Um, we've met on a suicide prevention board, which yes. was just kind of a, a fluke thing. You know, they were putting together this board. Um, how, how long would you say it go? Because we've been in it for a minute. Yeah, we, it was earlier this year um, when I got the, the information for the board. Uh, it was in December of okay. last year. And then we started February, maybe? Yeah. Something Sounds like that. Right. Yeah. So then we were just kind of like working on a, you know, I think it was a, uh, excuse me, a proposal. Yes. We were kind of, you know, putting things in perspective as to, you know, why men are obviously higher at suicide than women and just right. the gears. So there is like, you know, um, uh, different facts, right? We got yeah. numbers, we had, you know, locations, we had age groups. Um, right. We even saw that there were some boys, some veterans. So there was a different variety of things. And then we saw that. You know, it wasn't just like a medical issue. It could have been even like a situational issue, right? So we right. understood like, so, un you know, revealing all of that really had us working hard on that. And mm -hmm. trying, to, trying to incorporate all this, all this stuff, all the different scenarios, the, the diversity of men are diverse. Mm -hmm. You know, um, the idea that, that man's just man is not accurate at all anymore. And that really came out, I think. Um, in this in this mm -hmm. board that we were on, mm -hmm. that there is a huge diversity of what man is, right. the male species or sex. Yeah, because we even <clears> had like you know toxic masculinity. There were so right. many things, and and so it was very very informative not only for just you know me because even though I experienced it, and I think that's one of the reasons why I was kind of on the board when I was talking um, initially, kind of trying to find my way when I got invited onto the board. It was mm -hmm. because. I had lost somebody, right? So there was a connection there. And then it was not only that I lost somebody to suicide, but then here I am doing a nonprofit to really, you know, create the awareness and stuff like that. So um, really quick, will you let everybody know, like, what your background is, what your career is, and, and, and what you do right now? Yeah. Um, so my background is um, I'm in social services. Right now I am a certified drug and alcohol counselor. Um, I'm also in recovery. That's what started my journey. Um, yes, I'm a recovering alcohol alcoholic. And so when I went through it, when I went through the initial start of becoming clean and sober, I really saw myself in this field as, Hey, I did it. Let me help the next person do it too. Mm -hmm. Um, <clears throat> so through my journey, I, um, started reclaiming my life and went back to school. And now, well, here I am talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good because yeah. with Elevate Him, I feel like there's so many layers to this and I just love sharing it, you know, because I feel like it's very impactful and I need, you know, people like yourself that have a testimony, men who are, you know, doing the work, you know, in yeah. the community and also see like furthering, you know, men's health and, and just being, you know, supportive. Right? right. So, and that's, you know, that's one reason why, um, in our initial conversations, when I found out what you were doing, uh, with elevate him, um, that what we were just saying, the idea, man, the male sex, especially in, in this country is very diverse. And one of the problems that we, we, 
we're dealing with right now is this idea of toxic masculinity and just the various, how should I say, systems that are causing that, Mm -hmm. this idea of what talk, I mean, if you even look up toxic masculinity right now, there is no defining definition. Right, because it's probably all over the board. (laughs) Yeah, it's all over the board, right? Yeah. It's right now, it's almost like pop culture can say whatever they feel like it is at that moment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so there is definitely a, <clears throat> not an attack on men, but there's definitely a cultural shift happening. I was just going to say shift would yeah. be a good word. Yes. Yeah. Uh, a cultural shift happening with men. And I had my own journey. At one point, I was also dealing with, um, in our state, we call it ODHS, Oregon. Um, Department of Human Services, mm-hmm. um, and they deal with things like wealth, child welfare, um, foster care, more t- uh, traditional uh, foster care, um, child support, mm-hmm. things like that. Mm-hmm. So I ended up in my journey, in my journey getting clean and sober, and all that. I ended up in a um, foster care situation where I had the children, I had my kids, mm-hmm. but because the way the system was set up, right. um, the the system was set up so that the caseload was under their mother's name. And because of this, even though I had physical custody of my children, they were living with me, but because of this, this case got drug out for a whole year, waiting for mom, their mother, um, to get her life together to a point where they can give her the kids back. Mm. And that is a system flaw, if you ask me. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> we can, I can, man, we can go on for, for days on this. Like one of the, so one of the issues is the system is not moving as fast as what society is doing. Right. Okay. We so, haven't quite caught up to what's really happening. It's like, we're still kind of a little bit old school. We haven't really put a lot of stuff into it. So people are kind of just falling in the cracks, right? Because right. we haven't sealed anything. We haven't right. continued to roll things over. Yeah. And one of the problems that we're having, I'm seeing, especially in these, the term is is like, the term is poverty laws. And that that's really encompassing. That has to do with welfare, um, like um, food, snap, food stamps. Yeah has to do with uh, TANF, which right. is, you know, welfare checks. It has to do, but that uh, also starts pulling into family law as well because family law is when, for example, parents are getting divorced. Right. Who gets the kids? Right. Who pays what? That also gets pulled in under, if you will, under the umbrella of what's called the, this law that I'm talking about gets pulled under that umbrella because now if you're starting to collect, if you need food stamps to help feed your kids, or if you need maybe some TANF or Section 8. Right. So what happens is the non-custodial parent, which is a huge percent of the time the father. Men, right, men. Right, men. Um, the father um, ends up having, according to state law, the non-custodial parent has to pay some kind of support. Mm-hmm. When this whole system is set up, though, even if she doesn't go after him, the state will, the state is what you're saying. Will. They exactly. will find a way to kind of make you pay okay. the usage of what is going on for the, the kids. Yes. Okay. And so, and the problem with the system and the set of laws now, okay, this is the problem with that, is that the ideology behind this is based off what was going on in 1975. Mm. So if you think about it, that's what, 45 years, yeah. something like that, right? We're still dealing with... 
the the old news. Yes. And so nothing has been created, you feel, like for men to, I mean, why can't it be like split down the middle, right? right. If anything, if both parents are good parents and you're going through a divorce, right. technically DNA says it's half of her, it's half of you, right? So right. you should see that it should be pretty cut and dry, especially if you both have jobs, you can financially support the kids right. you know, on your own time, right. that you can meet the kids' needs like sports and different things that might come up. Um, you can provide health insurance and you have mm -hmm. a roof over their head. There should be no problem why anybody should be granted something different than 50-50. Right. Right. Uh, right. Exactly. But unfortunately, in some cases, like we've talked, because you are on the uh, father's advisory board. That's correct. correct. Yeah. So you got, so that kind of like, that did that kind of motivate you to get on that board as well? Yes. Oh, absolutely. To kind of be advocating for yeah. that board? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, you know, one of the problems is, I mean, this is just another, um, angle at what we're talking about okay so substance abuse right yeah. so in this county there are oh gosh what is the number there are 70 something beds um residential beds for mothers with children there's 70 something beds or something like that mm -hmm. i cannot remember the exact number for mothers with children so a mother who needs residential drug and alcohol treatment can go into a residential a facility yeah. and get treatment, but she can bring her kids with her. Right. Okay. Right. There's 70 some odd, but I cannot think of the exact number. Okay. And this County, there are two for men. Well, what are the likelihoods that <clears throat> you yourself, like you said, you got your kids, right? So yes. you, you've been there. So let's just say something happens to you. You got the kids, you need to go to a shelter and nothing is available. Right. And that's the issue. So these aren't, two beds so that so you're bringing a, a better point these aren't two beds specifically for men these are two beds that are available to men if they're open oh okay so it's not even like these are exclusively men's right. beds no those are right. possible so with your mm. line of work and you see a lot of obviously addiction and alcohol and stuff mm -hmm. like that and, and and whatnot um and I know we can't go into two to because of clients and confidentiality, right? right? But right. when you see your clients, do you have an idea? Like, is there more men or women? So my, or do you have kind of like a, a pretty easy, like workload of both? My workload is, is primarily men. I do have some women on my workload. Um, <clears throat> the issue is that these men, these men are dealing with this system that we've been talking about mm. that is specifically geared towards women. Mm -hmm. And now that things are shifting, um, they're having a harder time finding resources or a harder time finding uh, things that, that are required of them. You know, a young man will go, he gets, he gets caught up, he gets arrested for whatever reason. Uh, he gets in front of a judge, the judge says, okay, I see you need to do this, that, and the other thing. Mm -hmm. And you do, you accomplish these these tasks that I've set out for you, I will let, I will let you off probation. Yeah. Okay. Issue is the systems that we're working under right now are geared specifically to more towards women and people can argue with me all they want, yeah. but this is, these are facts that now this young man has to navigate his way through a system that's specifically for women. Right. Or geared. So that's like a double <clears throat> whammy, if you will. So yes. not only are you, well, you did the whatever it was, right? That landed you in a courtroom. Yes. Okay, so that right. that whole right that thing right there to me is just you got to take accountability, right? Mm -hmm. And I think just ownership, accountability. So that's first up. Well, like you said, when you're in front of a judge, now you have all these requirements, right? right. These expectations of what you got to do. Right. Right. 
but then we're going to put you in the system. We're going to put you out there to try to figure it out and make it work. Mm -hmm. But how do you do that without the resources being available to navigate you through what you need to accomplish to not do probation or get your kids or to just even be anywhere really in life being successful because it just seems like there's that kind of, um, you know, that, that flex there, right? So there's like these guys that are supposed to do all these things and expectations. You need to be a provider, a leader, all this stuff, but where do they go to like get charged? Where do they go to get information? Where do they go Mm -hmm. to actually be that? Right. And that, and that feeds into toxic masculinity because now a man who he clearly needs help under the weight of this system, Mm. what, for whatever reason, why he's in it, for whatever reason, but now he's in the system, right? Yeah. Um, and he has the weight on him. But a man is not supposed to ask for help. A man needs to be emotionally callous. You know, he can't show vulnerability. I need help. Yeah. I don't know how to do this, Your Honor. Yeah. Because yeah. showing vulnerability is a, is a sign of femininity, if or you will. Weakness, or weakness. Which is so crazy to you me. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. So... The system, in my opinion, this is just my opinion. I'm not a professional on this, but I, this my opinion is the system is contributing to this idea of what toxic masculinity is. Do you think mm. it's because we're in a society that wants to keep houses broken? That is an amazing question. Like, I just thought of that question. No, that is actually... Because <laughs> as we're sitting here, like, you know, pulling it apart, it's like, yeah, exactly, you know... Um, but it's like, maybe that's what it's intended for, you know, mm-hmm. because if you can make it with that person, great, right? Nobody gets involved. Right. It's not until the state has to get involved that they're just going to make your life a living hell. Well, and so, see, and They're going to pick you apart exactly, to keep you apart. Exactly. Right. Right. And see, that's the, and this is one of those things about, um, wealth, wealth, welfare, excuse me, welfare is that it feeds into, it feeds upon itself. Mm. Okay. So typical, let's say young, young mother, and I'm using using a young mother for this part, a young mother. Um, she's on, she needs help. She got pregnant. She needs some help for whatever reason. She's getting food stamps, maybe some TANF to help with rent. Um, and a few other, some wick stuff Mm -hmm. like that. Okay. Now she finally gets to a point where she's able to get a job. It's not a great job, but it's a job. Yeah. It's something that helped bring some cash in. Right. So she gets a job at some local fast food restaurant, which is amazing. That's a great, that's a great accomplishment. But now mm-hmm. you're working at this job that's only going to pay you part-time. It's going to pay you minimum wage and preferably below that, maybe even federal minimum wage, not state minimum wage. Okay. Yeah. Um, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Just, okay. So what happens is now, now she goes back to her caseworker at the welfare office and she says, Hey, I got a job. I only work 20 hours a week and I'm only making $8 an hour. Okay, but now, well, the caseworker goes into her computer and answers, enters all this information, and suddenly her food stamps get put get cut in half. Suddenly her rent gets cut in half, or her rent goes up by, you know, 20%. Right. And so now they're adjusting the income. In they're there. adjusting the income, off, but yeah. all she's doing is bringing an extra 400 bucks a month. Yeah. But suddenly now she's wondering how she's going to feed her kids because now she doesn't have that, 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 that the food stamps that she's it's re- everything got reduced. Everything yeah. got reduced. Rent went up. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So what happens? That suddenly she's worried about her rent because she only has this little old 400 Are bucks. you going to say like it keeps them there? Well, yes. Yeah. 
Absolutely. It's kind of like the yeah. pandemic right now. Nobody wants to get a damn job, right? It, it we rolls. got we got unemployment. That's yeah. like that big kicker with it too. It's like, yeah. well, why do you know? Right. I make more on that than this. And it is a scary thing because again, when you look at that specific situation, yeah. if there's kids involved, there's probably some sort of daycare if it's not school, yeah. right? Or even after school programs mm-hmm. and stuff. So, you know, in that in that kind of limbo, you're not making enough. Yeah. You have a little bit. You're kind of stretched. You got to get the, the kids situated. Mm-hmm. It's almost better to fall all the way back. And the, everything goes right back up. Right. And, and then now I'm looking at you like, hey, you know, where's the money? Why aren't you taking care of the kids as your part? But you don't have any fluctuation in rent. Right. You don't have any fluctuation or, and, you know, you don't, you probably can't even get certain things if you go in there without the kids, right? Exactly. So you have to yeah. pay full food, full rent, full this, full that. And, and still pay child support. And that's the problem. So, and one of the problems with child support is, uh, right now, one of the problems with child support is they determine the amount by yeah. visitation. They only determine the amount of child support you pay by paycheck or what you can afford. Right, right. No. Yeah, they determine it by what, who's keeping what or who's keeping who and who's, you know, they ter- determine it by numbers, not by the paycheck. If you understand what I'm trying to say there. Yeah. I think there you would know. be a little mm-hmm. bit of adjustment. Like if like, you know, she made more to him or, you know, like there should be some type right. of, you know, look at what everybody's making. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, yeah, I think it is definitely just, well, they don't, they don't ask, they don't ask. How many overnights father, are yeah. you doing? How many overnights are you doing? What does your rent look like? Father, yeah. what do your bills look like a month? Do you have a car? It you, really you, is just, mm-hmm. You make this much at your job. You have this many kids. You want to see your kids because it's never really about what you're really doing. Right. You know, you could be seeing the kids full time and she's probably like, oh, no, he never sees the kids. Yeah. Right. Or vice versa. Or vice versa. So there could be some like just weird flex there, too. Um, When you were talking about kind of like bringing up this whole thing and the girl going and getting a just like a, you know, a part time job at McDonald's or whatever. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, I saw this meme a while back and it really like hit home. I think I even like screenshotted it, but it was this chick that, you know, was working at McDonald's and she was in her uniform looking super cute. And it was like, you go girl, Miss Independent, right? She right, got right. a job. Yeah, she yeah, was yeah, doing yeah, her yeah, thing, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And then you had this guy in the same outfit at the same spot. And it was, he's a bum. I mean, that just goes to show toxic like how masculinity. <laughs> now that is actual toxic masculinity right but there. But that is what we're in. And so I saw this meme and I was just like, wow, this is exactly what I'm talking about. Right. And if you're a man and you're being called a bum because you have a, a job, McDonald, McDonald's yeah, Mc, job. Right, yeah, right. Next to the chick that's Miss Independent, right. that's going to apply some pressure. So what do you think the pressures of today are for men? Like, I mean, there's a lot, right? Yeah. There's a, I mean, we probably don't have all the time in the world to, to even grasp that, but with just kind of like what I was saying about the, 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 you know, um, double standards, if you will, mm-hmm. she's independent and he's a bum. What pressures do you think men are facing right now? Especially with the career you have and you have these clients that may be, you know, struggling. And so they, they rely on drugs and alcohol to just cope, right? There's a lot of coping and traumas. There's a lot of coping. As, as we say, one of our coined phrases in, um, in my field is we we call it um, self-destructive coping mechanisms. There's a lot of that going on. Um, So I think some of the pressures that, especially men, um, that mean being a very, I think that's a very, that's a, that was a perfect 
<laughs> I'm just saying that was perfect. Okay. Yeah. Now that, so, uh, so you know, the idea of so I keep coming back. I keep rolling back to this idea of toxic masculinity, but you know, it's it's based on several several facets, if you will, toughness, mm-hmm. um, power. Now, power being not being like the not like being the governor or the president or the president of a company, but power being the type of job you have. Yeah. What kind of weight do you have in the community? It's like your stats, right? Your, like sta- when you're, your when you're status. An, yeah, yeah. When like you're, if, in I, a, if you're an athlete, you have all these stats, like right, all these achievements right, exactly. you've made. If I pull up your yeah. card, if I pull yeah. up your player card yeah, right, right now, what is it going to say about Nicole? Yeah. All right. I'm going to put her in my, in my team, right? right? You pull up, you pull up me and I'm, I'm paying child support. I'm making yeah. only 400 bucks. I, I work at McDonald's. Right. Yeah. I live in my mom's basement. Right. Okay. Now I'm a bum. Right. Right. Issue being though, I have a job. Right. It's a job. You're taking care of your kids. I'm so there's paying, a lot yeah. of positive, but I think, you know, we are a society, like I said, that's trying to, to, to continuously divide. Right. They're not really providing the equal amount of support, which is funny because I say this before. It's like, you know, we all scream equality. I mm-hmm. want equality, but it it's not equality unless it benefits me. Right. right? Exactly. Yeah. And it's like, wait a minute. Yeah. If you want equality, that means equal. Yeah. You, me, whatever it is, it's across the board. Right. So when we have these conversations, you know, we shouldn't be still in a place like you said earlier, yeah. where we're we're battling something from forty something years ago. Yeah. We should be at a place of equality. So if right. I get the same, you get the same. Now again. I've said this before, like in, in many podcasts before, because yeah. I, I'm a woman and I've seen the come up. I've seen the change. We've had to push it because a lot of men have gotten lazy. A lot of men have oh, allowed absolutely. us to do it. Absolutely. A lot of guys stop standing up, um, you know, whether whatever their reasons are. We're, right. we're going to get into those well, things. But one of the men, one of the reasons why men have stopped standing up is they're scared now. For? Would For you the say label. like, okay, or even if. I would say they would be scared for not knowing what to do. Exactly. They don't know. It's like, do you know, I'm damned if I do, damned if I don't. Exactly. Right? They're, they're, that, caught in that, right. And they're caught in that, in that thing. Where, so do nothing. You know, yeah. It's safe. It's a safe, it's a safe <laughs> thing. Yeah. And that is costing us. That's costing men, I should say. Yeah, it's costing women, too, sure. because we are having to take on a pretty big load when it comes yeah. to lifestyle, you know, family, you know, holding things down. A lot more women are getting education. Right. You know, we're we're out here really putting our best forward. And the mm-hmm. last thing you want to do is have some guy come in and tear that apart. So we need to make sure that he's getting the help though. So let's think about that piece of it. If he was being elevated and had the support Absolutely. What would happen? Yes, yeah, so you know, you definitely want I mean if you're building a life for yourself you're you're holding your own you you have your you have what what you want going on what you need in your life going on yeah and you invite a man into it you want to make sure that he's healthy mm-hmm. right for you you want to make sure that he's he's going to compliment you and not just step all over you right you don't want him just to step in and say okay i'm taking over now right right yeah and that just feeds into the whole idea of well if you want a man to be healthy give him the resources he needs to get mental health Right. Give him the resources he needs to be comfortable with himself. Allow him to show vulnerability. Allow him to show emotion. Allow him to cry. Right. You know, if you think men would, I, when, when we were out doing our little ambush, um, the beginning of the week, which was super cool. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't want to ruin it for anybody just, uh, because that'll, that'll come. Um, (laughs) but one of the scenarios, um, 
is you you look at these conversations and you're seeing that men are saying that exact same thing. But if it came down to it, one of the girls we had talked to, she was like, I want him to show emotion. I want him to come to me. So there are women out there that are really promoting, please talk to me, right. let me in, how can I help? Right. But you still want to be tough guy. Yeah. And so like closed mouths don't get fed. And I've said that exactly. a billion times. So it's like, how do we break, how, do, how can men break through their own stigma? And that's amazing that you asked that because one of the problems is a lot of people like in my generation, um, generations prior, um, I don't think, honestly, I don't think my, my, my sons will have that problem Yeah. from the way I'm raising them I know right my now. son won't. Yeah, exactly, mm-hmm. exactly, right? But I wasn't raised that way. I wasn't raised to, um, you know, a man was a man. You, you broke your leg, you walked it off. You understand? Yeah. Saying? That's an extreme yeah. example. Right. You, you get it. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I like the leg and then walk it off. Yeah, right. <laughs> Great. <laughs> so No, but yeah, no, I totally I, get that. And you have to be tough and, and you're viewed and... And, um, that's a generational thing. Yeah. Like I, I don't, I, I see men in my generation. I, I, we're, we're coming around. I think so. we're coming around. Um, I'm not, I'm more vulnerable than I was 20 years ago, uh, you know, by choice or about not, not by choice, but by comfortability 20 years ago in my twenties, I would never done. I would never said, said, Nicole, please. Can you just talk to me for a minute? Yeah. You would have said, or do you have any help? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You would have said, David, what's wrong? I've been nothing. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Go, I got this. I got this. I might tell you what I'm going through, but I got this. Right. You know, I think we're yeah. kind of, I think right now, I think women and men are like that. That's why things are a little bit dysfunctional. Yeah. Right. Because I don't know how many times I haven't felt okay. Right. And, you know, it's just a, maybe a conversation. Someone's like, hey, what's up? Something's wrong. They can they can hear it in the voice. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, if, if you're actually meeting up, then it's like, hey, you good? You know, and, and I think even women are like, yeah, good. Got it. You know, just because yeah. it's like you can't dwell on anything. You right. got to keep going, right. you know. And, and I think there is a piece of that that I think both of us do. And then, like I said, we just kind of stay away. We don't right. really help. And that's why it was very important for me coming back to like the elevate him move mm-hmm. is in order for men to get support and resources, women are the best person to, to provide that. Sure. Absolutely. A lot of women are actually in the, the industry as right. far as um, case managers, right. um, you know, nurses, mm-hmm. doctors, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. There's a good mix of everybody. Yeah. So women, I think are a huge advocate. Yes. And I, I agree with you. That is definitely going to, move that ball forward uh the idea of women um saying it's okay yeah we accept you even when you yeah even when if even if you feel weak yeah because you're showing vulnerability because you're asking for help because you're seeking mental health Mm -hmm. because you're saying what you you know i need help with whatever reason having a woman or women Mm -hmm. a, a community say to men that it's okay will definitely move that ball a lot faster. Um, as you, as we're saying, so there is a shift happening, yeah. and it's happening in our, with our generation. Um, and I think that definitely women are going to need to lead the way on that. I really do. Because the problem is, is especially with the stuff we're talking about, it's, it's outward-facing. How is the mm-hmm. world going to see me? Yeah. How am I going to be perceived as weak? Because I can't afford my child support this month. Yeah. Yeah. 
am I going to be perceived as weak because I'm going to uh, a counselor because I have some stuff to deal with, even even though I it caused my marriage to fail, mm-hmm. but I'm will I be perceived as weak because I went to a counselor? Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know what I'm saying? You're not weak for going to a counselor. Right. No, and that's that stigma. Exactly. Right. That's that <sighs> crazy talk because yeah. we were so born and, you know, brainwashed into mm-hmm. it shows weakness. And I think it is the most courageous thing, right? Right. I think anybody becoming a leader or standing above or doing what's right, that takes courage. Right. So if you were to stand up for a stranger who was getting beat on the side of the road and you're taking your chances, hey, I'm going to come in here, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fix this or I'm going to help, you would have no problem doing that. A lot of people wouldn't. They'd get in the business and they would you know, be a part of that, not knowing if we're going to get stabbed, shot, whatever. Right. But we don't do it for ourselves. We don't do it for ourselves, exactly. Like, who saves you? Yeah. You know, who's going to come to your aid? But I was going to say, do you think that sometimes men get in their own heads? Absolutely. What if women, what, what if women are saying, we are here for you, we, you know, we want you to share. Absolutely. But you can't counteract those thoughts to um Especially to if, do you, if it's entrenched. If you have what's what referred to as crystallized behavior. Um, or crystallized thought patterns, yeah. Um, where it just it's sort of like automatic. So, um, when I was married, we had that issue, you know, which was that uh, David, the car's broke. Okay, I'll fix it. Um, David, I'm hurt. Come here, I'm going to fix that too. I was so busy outward facing, mm, fixing, it fixing, like, yeah. fixing, fixing. That um, when I needed help, I was too scared to ask for it. Yeah. Because my job was the provider. My job was to be the one that everybody looked up to and depended on. Now, I'm not saying that would have, that would have saved my marriage. Had I been a, it definitely moving forward in my life now that I've had that paradigm shift, that, that, that realization that, hey, self-care for men is a real thing, too. Absolutely. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. It has definitely made me a lot healthier uh, mentally and emotionally. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's work to be done because in our society, we always it's always the man's job, okay? I mean, you look at, well, for example, um, child support, right? It's a It's a punitive system to men. And what I mean by that is if a man doesn't pay his child support, he goes to jail. Yeah. And here's he, the snowball. And then right? here's the snowball effect. Here's the circle. <laughs> right. He goes to jail. He loses his job because in the state of Oregon, when somebody goes to jail for something like child support, it's called a voluntary, um, what is it? Voluntary incarceration. Because it's almost like saying he chose. Not to. Exactly. So he did it to himself. He did it to himself. Okay. But the problem is he might not have got all the hours at work that that month yeah, because he's struggling he got to sick. make everything else he couldn't do xyz right 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 and so he gets gets penalized right he goes to jail for a week he gets let out he has no job mm-hmm. so what happens after that he goes back to jail because he has no job you understand what i'm saying yeah. so why and then when he's in jail mm-hmm. and no job now he's not even spending time with the kids, which is the most important thing, right? Exactly. Isn't that supposed to be yeah. like the key? Yes, yes. I yes, remember yes. when yeah. I was going through my divorce, like I was forewarned. This judge does not want to hear any bullshit. 
It's literally got. It can't be what he did and what you did. Right. Or we need to talk about the kids. What's the plan for them? The kids. And right. and how are we going to keep them healthy and safe? Right. And so I think a lot of people need to kind of be educated going into mm-hmm. a, a battle like that. Mm-hmm. Don't talk about which what your feelings are. Yeah. Don't talk don't about talk what about, she did or yeah, what he did. The or, neener yeah. neener like type thing because right, that's right. just going to get nowhere. It's about the kids. But the funny thing is, is like you said, when you gear it back to men, if they slip up. Mm-hmm. That whole cycle, that whole thing that you just did, leads them without their kids. Exactly, because now he's like in you're jail. Not, now he can't even spend time with them, which is the whole yeah. point. And now he's a bum because he's got to work at McDonald's because you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, this is the circle of like, I, I, not even life. Mm-hmm. This this isn't fair. And that's the system I'm talking about. So with that idea, so the problem with like welfare is it's punitive towards men, right? Which is, in my opinion contributing to toxic toxic masculinity Mm. we need to have a a shift where if for example that child support shouldn't be punitive it should be supportive hey child support worker i can't afford my 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 check this month because i was i was out sick for a week yeah so what can we do we can adjust we can adjust what can we do to help you do you need a better paying job do you need Mm -hmm. to go to a doctor you understand i'm saying Things like child support shouldn't be punitive. Yeah. You know, we're going to take away your driver's license because you're not paying. That was an issue well, I had. I'm going to go pick up the kids next week when it's my weekend. Yeah. <laughs> or, you know, if you're, Again, if you drive, if you drive no, for work. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's a, it's a crazy mm-hmm. setup because yeah. it really, again, goes back to leading the man to this rabbit hole. Right. Now I'm going to say, because my experience is kind of the the opposite yeah right, right? the opposite right, right. Yeah, you know yeah, you got these guys yeah, out here yeah. that are hustling and bustling mm-hmm. and and doing everything they can to be with their kids mm-hmm. i mean that is awesome i love that i see it all the time i know a lot of amazing fathers um but there have been some men out there you know with women having kids and play no attention to the right. kids play no part in helping play no um, they could really care less. And and if they go into these systems, you know, such as child support, right. oh, the woos me plays out. Right. Oh, I lost my job. But they really aren't looking, you know. So there are those there are, guys, there are too, those that really right. just fall in, in lacks, and they right. don't care if the state, you know, takes care of the kids. At least somebody's taking care of the kids. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I mean, again, um, and that's where you... do you think the, lo- the line should be drawn on that? Because you do have, you know, bad guys and you have good guys and we have good women and bad women. So where do we draw that line? I think it's probably got to be for my opinion, just facts. Yeah. Right. If you show up and you give me your credentials, David, you're a pretty good guy. Right. Your kids love you. You seem pretty active. Here you go. Half. Right. 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 50%. She does the same thing. Here's my credentials. Half. Yeah. Um, But if you're like, Hey, where's your credentials? And you're, you ain't got nothing going for yourself. Yeah. Right. Then it's a wrap. Then that should be some of those, you know, um, you know, and that's what slap I'm on the hands. And that's what I'm talking about. So the system should be like, hey, okay, you look at this guy. Okay, all right, this dude is a bum, right? He's not got nothing going for himself. Mom gets the kids. But what can we do to get this man lifted up? What can we do? How can we get him elevated? How can we How can we elevate him? That is such a good word. I love that word. <laughs> that's one of my favorite words. That's, oh, yeah, yeah, you're rocking the sweater. I'm, ro- I'm rocking the sweater. <laughs> Perfect. So, you know, how can we elevate him? Elevate him. Right? Mm-hmm. And, and, the, and the thing about that is you elevate him, give him the tools he needs, 
Mm. And suddenly he's not a bum no more. Suddenly he's taking care of his kids. He's, he's meeting this requirement. Maybe things have to be adjusted, right? Maybe it's not going to be like he has a house and a car and, and a yard with a pool, but at least right. he's involved with the kids. Right. At least he's financially helping now elevate him. Right now the system is punitive. We need to, we need to shift that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We need to shift that. There always, no matter what happens, no matter what we do with our, there's always going to be the bums. There's always going to yeah. be those people. There's always going to be the the rotten ones, right? right? We got but that. if we if we continue in the system that we're in now, those who want to, that have the heart and the desire, are still going to be mixed up and penalized if they can't do it right then. Mm-hmm. And then the snowball effect happens where right. they just can't get out of it. It takes yeah. them years. And then in order for them to cope. You know, with all of those no's, no, no. I mean, nobody wants to hear no, right? right. It's, it's awful, you know, yeah. because you're out here trying to get some yeses and make some moves and to be successful in right. life. So when you get these no, 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 no's, now I just want to drink. Yeah. I now mean, I, I, now I just want to do drugs. Yeah. Now screw it. You know, my kids don't want it to do with me anyway, or I can't see them anyway, so yeah. cool. And that's the other piece of falling back. That's the other piece that right. the rabbit hole will... That suck will you suck, dry you, from. suck you in. Yeah. It will suck you in. And that's you. And that's what, so I went through a little period of that rabbit hole. So I went to rehab. Okay. Uh, at the time I was paying close to close to 2000 a month in everything that was required of me, uh, child support, spousal support. And I had also to, I was required to pay certain things, um, like parts of, um, half of, um, the, like school clothes, things like that. I was required to, on top of everything else I was paying. So it was close to, if not over, 2000 a month. I, I don't remember the exact amount, but it was pretty hefty for me. Mm-hmm. So at the time, I'm going through this divorce, which is an emotional thing for me. Right, right? you but got emotions. I, I got emotions, right? But I'm being treated like a number, a case number. How much, are we gonna, how much is dad going to pay is pretty much what it came down to. Right. Oh, you make this much a month, you can afford that. Mm-hmm. Well, dad still got to live. I still have to be, have a roof over my head. If you expect me to pay this amount and keep the kids on the weekend. Where are they going to stay? Where are they going to stay? Right. So I, this is what happened to me. I'm just using, this is very, this is the reason why I'm doing what I'm doing now. Okay. Yeah. So I experienced this system where they're telling me, this is what we expect of you. We don't care how you do it. We don't care what happens to you. Okay. So you worked a 60 hour week just so you can pay your requirements to your ex-wife and, and your children. And so you can pay your rent. But now we expect you to keep the kids on the weekend too. So Monday to Friday, I'm waking up at three o'clock in the morning, working until six. Okay. From Monday to Friday. And then Friday evening, I got to get, get my kids for the weekend. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and what happened for me was I started drinking really heavily. But, because that was the that was my that your pressure points are getting coping mechanism. Yeah, that was my negative coping mechanism, and what ended up happening after that was oh, I went. And I ended up going to rehab um, for alcohol. When I got out of rehab, the system kept working. Right, it didn't go on pause. It didn't. It's not. And I understand that. But when I got out of rehab, suddenly I'm twelve thousand dollars in debt to the state for child support. Right. My job was, uh, I had my CDL. I was a truck driver, a delivery driver. But my because I'm $12,000 in debt, they took my driver's license. Mm. 
So they're and telling. Here we go. And here comes the snowball effect. <laughs> right. Right. Now check this out. Okay, so I I was I was handling it pretty well emotionally. I get it. I was like, okay, yeah, well, they still need to eat and all that. Of course, I'm told that. I got that part. But when I said, hey, look, this is my job. This is what I do. I need my driver's license back. Like there was no push or pull. There was no forgiveness in that. Yeah. Oh, you need your driver's license because that's your that's how you eat. That's how you make your bread. That's how you feed your kids. They didn't even consider that. All they said was, no, you give us a twelve thousand dollars and then we'll give you your license back. Right. Right. So it was a money. A it, yeah, it was you a, were a price tag or of some you know right. value of money. And then lo and behold, what ends up happening is I end up with the kids. Um, skipping through a huge part of that story, um, I end up with the kids. Hey, and now I have the kids. Can I please get my driver's license back? No, you owe us twelve thousand dollars. But I have the kids, mm. and their mother is no longer a, a part of this situation. Okay. Do you understand what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. So I get caught in this loop. And where now you have the kids that I have you're the providing. Kids I'm providing for, but at the same time, they're expecting me to, to take care of my children, which I understand because mm-hmm. they're I physically have them now, but they want me to pay the child support that's still owed on top of that while going through a CPS case for their mother. Okay. That's what brought me here to this table today. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm here now. Because the system is not geared for men, mm-hmm. period. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're, you know, through a series of, of luck, a lot of help, destiny, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. I got out of that. I got out of that whole system in two years. My child support is paid off. I have all my kids. I am now a certified drug and alcohol counselor and all that. But... I had a lot of help along the way, and that's you know that's why one reason why I I, I tried I brought you into the father you know the father advisory board yeah what you're doing you know to elevate him we need more of that and that's and you're starting to see that that the stuff is starting to pop up here and there mm-hmm. elevate him yeah. the father's advisory board people are starting to see that the system is not working for men there's a reason why it's men right and suicide mm-hmm. suicide the numbers is men and then the far distant second. I believe is it's like the numbers is over it's it's a huge distance second between men's suicide and the next group of the next category in, in yeah. the group. And one of the problems is is the system. The mm-hmm. system that we have to work in. I understand that in 1975 we had some issues, right? Mm-hmm. Men were abandoning their kids and getting away with it right. and not having to pay anything, which is what why it brought in the whole modern woman movement. Yeah. You know, burn your bra and, you know, women hey, are I strong. Women hear me roar, yeah, hear right? me roar. Yeah. Give me, you say, you know, give me equal pay. Yeah. Amazing. Yes. Because yes. at that point, the at responsibility time, was becoming all of ours. Yes. You know, especially when you start to see that the divorce rates kind of skyrocketing, right? Mm-hmm. So women are doing a lot more things they needed, especially right. like I said, if the father was choosing to be gone and not be, you mm-hmm. know, an advocate, you know, he was just kind of falling by the wayside. Well, she had to, she had no choice but, but to, to get on to all these things yeah. or get jobs more than one, you know, right. pay daycare or have the oldest watch the youngest. I mean, there was a lot of all crazy that, yeah. chaos going on. So there's a lot right. of animosity that has kind of blown from that, right? right? I mean, you shake up a pop can, you open it up, and boom, yeah, boom, there it goes. It explodes. Yeah. So you got these women that have had to really hold things down. Right. And so nobody wanted to give credit. Right. where it wasn't due, right. but I still, 
even as a woman, and I can say this because I've been through those situations, um, I still don't think the system is fair. It's not. And when we talk about, again, like the equality and playing fair, we can fight. Right. I've, I was raised this way. Right. I mean, not all the time that I had to buy because I was a little rough. Right. right? <laughs> you threw down. I huh? mean, I threw down. <laughs> but the idea is you can fight, just fight fair. Right. And that's exactly. And so that's where, so that's the problem with the system now. It got set up to address what was going on 45 time. years yeah. ago. Right. We need it to oh. have a shift now. Mm-hmm. More men are starting to stay home. More men are being the the, the, the care providers of the children. Mm-hmm. More men. I see a lot more men really stepping up and, you know, advocating and for being them. And I want to see my kids. Yeah. I mean, I've gotten emails, gosh, a lot when I started this whole mm-hmm. thing um, saying, I need, I need resources right. because I'm about to lose my kids yeah. because she's going to walk out and take them. Or, mm-hmm. you know, it could be something like, um, <clears throat> I want my kids, but she won't. Now she's withholding me, not the court. Right. Right. You know, and the thing is the court she's will back being, her up on it. Right. Yeah. She's being some type of way because I moved on with myself or whatever right. the case. Whatever so again, the case, those yeah. personal things come into play. Right. And, and so, but it's really sad because these men are like, I need I need that push because I, I want to fight for my kids. And mm-hmm. isn't that what she wants me to do? She mm-hmm. wants me to fight for them. Right. She doesn't want me to fight her for them. Right. And so there, again, we have to fight fair. And so, um, yeah, I've seen it. And I think it's great that men have kind of brought some of that to the forefront and said, hey, I, I want to be active in my kids' life. Um, some women I've heard conversations, you know, just because I'm social, you know, you get women that say, you know, oh, he picked up the kids, but he only gave me $500 this month. Mm-hmm. Boop, boop, boop. And I'm thinking, well, at least he picked up the kids and gave you $500 a month because <laughs> right. I got zero time yeah. and zero money. Yeah, right. Exactly. So who are you talking yeah. to? So yeah. it, again, we kind of pick and choose what we want to argue about. We're not fighting about facts and we're not giving fairity. So right. I think, you know, it's got to be, it's got to be something. It's got to be, yeah. I don't know if it's case by case. I don't know. Cause like, it seems that the system has us one size fits all kind of attitude like the, all they got to do to, to individualize the case is to mm-hmm. crunch a few numbers yeah. and okay all right um dad this is what you owe okay whereas like you were saying um you know there's got to be there's got to be something where like maybe you just look at his stats like mm-hmm. hey he's he's getting these kids every weekend hey we can do 50 50 yeah there's going to be some bickering and, and you're divorced. What Obviously, you, there's going to be. What if they set up like a trial run? You know how like you always yeah. can sign up for a membership and <laughs> you get like right. you get like 30 days, you know, of just, you know, and then you can like unsubscribe, if you will. <laughs> what if they had a system <laughs> where you could do like, a um, let's just see how this will work type right, thing. Let's right, give right. them 50-50 and right. see how it works. Right. Because you might be surprised. Yeah. You know, you give them 50-50 off the jump and he does amazing. Right. She does amazing. They're they're doing great right. in life. And you might you might be surprised. I'm telling you, uh, when I went through my divorce, I the people in my personal life probably thought I was I couldn't be a single parent. You know, I am four years like four years with my kids by myself. Right. I'm just making a point here. Right. It's not about me, but you just might be surprised who actually is the one that steps up to the plate. Right. And, and that's interesting you say that because <laughs> there is. I just recently watched the movie, the new Kevin Hart movie, right? Yes. I super, love that movie. Super adorable. I but, love that movie. You know, there were several times in there where he was being told by friends and family he couldn't raise this baby. Yes. You're not fit to raise this baby. And it, he was like, why? 
This is my baby. I may not have like the the the, the birthing of the child and what women really have as far yeah. as nurturing connections. But I'm the father, and if you guys are going to spend more energy bashing me, saying that I can't, why don't you use that and say that I can and support me, raise and, my daughter, and help me find the resources I need? Exactly. Exactly. So but I think that was a cool, yeah. like, little you know, punch there with yeah. that whole turning. If point, he doesn't so. have it, help, help him. him, and he will get it. If you we'll know better, high five. you do, do better. better. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Yes. So yes. this is why I elevate him is like super one of those things. Cause I said before, there's so many layers to this. There's, mm. you know, there's suicide prevention only because we understand the numbers are high. Right. And we understand that there, there's some gray. Right. So if we can figure out the gray, this can be eliminated. That's the goal. Right. Mm-hmm. And will it ever go away? I don't know because people are just people. People are just and people. Some people want help and some people don't. But at the end of the day, if there is a good dude mm-hmm. that says, I'm ready for the next phase of my life, right? I need the resources. I don't really call it help because I feel like when you ask for help, it means you're helpless. So right. I want to say resources. I want to kind of change yeah, my vocabulary sure. Sure, when sure, I'm sure. working with men yeah. um, and just establishing that, you know, I'm going to get you resources, not right. help, um, right. because the help has to start with you. And that's a, and that's a great approach, especially with right now. With men. Everybody's yeah, yeah. a little more, it's a little, It sounds a little more masculine. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I want to give you resources. I'm not here to give you help. Right. Because the help, like I said, I think it's really, you know, the action behind what's going to happen. Right. I can say, here's all this stuff, and if you don't pick it up and work with it, then it does nothing. But if I give you these resources and you thumb through them and you you realize, okay, I need quite a bit of this stuff, right. and you put that momentum. Oh, I could use that. You oh, will, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, you're going mm-hmm. to succeed, I guarantee you. Yeah. You know, so you will elevate yourself through the Elevate Him, you know, program and stuff like that. And, and I'm excited. I think there's a lot of change to be made, and I think, you know, it's only good. Yeah. It, we get people to talk and have these conversations like yes. we are right now. I think it's super dope, yeah. and we okay. can make some so changes. Live life out loud have these conversations yeah move the ball forward everything starts with a conversation starts with a thought right and then Mm -hmm. you speak that thought and before you know it you're having a conversation everything starts with a conversation yeah absolutely well i'm so excited that you came here to have a conversation with me it's (laughs) always a pleasure i mean we're on these boards together so you get a chance to kind of you know chime in you've became a friend in, in all of that yeah, too. Yeah. You know, you're obviously supporting the brand and, yeah. and you're standing behind it. Um, I, I love yeah. what you're doing. We need more um, resources geared towards men. Yeah. You know, we'll get it done. Yeah, for sure. Thank you. So I appreciate your time and um, we'll have more conversations, you know, have so. you come back a few more times, you okay. know, but um, definitely love it. Um, so again, thank you everybody for tapping in with elevate him podcast. I'm Nicole. This is David and we're out. Yeah. Hey, what's up? It's Nicole Brewster, also known as Coco. Thank you for tapping into the Elevate Him podcast. Until next time.